right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are here for another episode of the Authority Project on the virtual stage with me today. We have two special guests today for me. Um, the first of all uh, is Valerie Jennings and her partner, Jana. Uh, how about get this right? London. Hope that is correct. That yes. Yes. So we are very excited about the title today. Um, and the title is as follows, when it's really time to automate your business. They're going to show us the time when we should be automating our business. Um, is that correct? I'll say Valerie. Is that correct, Valerie? Most definitely. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you guys both up with the first question. If you're going to tell me who you are personally and professionally, first Valerie and then Jana. Okay. Uh, basically, I'm a Marine Corps brat. My father served over 20 years in uh, Marine Corps as a pilot, did two tours in Vietnam, and also has earned the Distinguished Flying Cross. So that's something big and different. Yeah. Um, have lived, uh, I'm actually located right now in Mexico. I've lived here now 20 years, bought a house last year, and just been in this business now for over 13 years. And we love automation, tech geekies. That's, that's us. Wow. Okay. How about you, John? A little similar story. Uh, actually, Valerie and I live and work together and have for the whole 20 years that we have owned our businesses. Um, I am an uh, Army brat. My dad uh, served 21 years in the military, retired as a sergeant uh, major, and he did three tours in Vietnam and has a Purple Heart and all that. Um, as far as business goes, Valerie and I work really well together because we are basically two halves of the same of one whole. Uh, personality test, business aptitude test, anytime that we're asked to take those, I'm on one spectrum of it. She's on the other spectrum of it. And the bottom line of everything is you should look for this type of person to work with. So in that aspect, we make the, the perfect team as far as working together. But like I said, we're a little different in the fact that we do own our home together and we work and share our home together. So with her husband, our three dogs, our nine birds, and God knows how many fish. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. awesome. Um, let me ask you now what project you guys are currently working on. What's the project you guys are working on now currently? We are actually in the process of rebuilding our business. Uh, we took a year off. Uh, Jonna's husband just recently passed away from cancer. So we took a year off to tend to him to make sure that we could give him the best that we could give him. And, you know, 
unfortunately, COVID hit the same time. So uh, yeah. rebuilding is a little bit longer, but we're yeah. getting there and we're just hitting people and getting new clients. And uh, we like to keep our business very small. So we, we do not max ourselves any past 10 clients and that's it. So that way they get a VIP white glove treatment with and get that personal one-on-one. We do not outsource any of our projects. We actually do all of the work with the with the client. So there's no miscommunications. The quality is very, uh, you know, keeps the quality uh, at its utmost that we can keep it because it's actually our hands-on into it. Yeah. We have somebody saying my condolences, my condolences as well. Um, I'm the passing of your husband, Jana. Um, and I just want to thank you for the service of, of both of your fathers. That's an, an amazing story. I'm sure that's how you guys were connected, uh, which was my actually my second question. My next question was, um, how did you guys meet uh, and, and, and be partners? Anyone can, can answer that question. I will take that one. <laughs> it was actually an interesting story. Uh, my husband and I had one of those quick build your website companies yeah. uh, right before 9-11 hit. When 9-11 hit, we that kind of fellow by the wayside. My dad was a strict person and you don't leave people stranded. If you owe them money, you pay your debts. So we sold everything that was a company to the business. We paid off everybody we owed and we had just a little bit of money left. We'd never had a honeymoon or vacation. So we thought, Hey, we'll backpack Mexico, you know, cause we heard some great stories. (laughs) (laughs) We get to Tampico, uh, which is beautiful by the way, and get pickpocketed for all the money we still have. So we end up with about 500 pesos in our pockets and we end up in Halitla, which is in the top of the Sierra Gorda mountains. And we meet the only English speaking person in the whole entire area. Neither one of us spoke very well Spanish, hardly at all. And he says, please go to San Miguel de Allende before you leave Mexico. So you don't leave Mexico with this horrible taste in your mouth. And it's just a horrible place. Right. So we get to Mexico and we're supposed to link up the guy named Robbie, who owned the Bagel Cafe, which is a restaurant there. And as we're walking out, because it's closed, he's walking into the inventory. Which, so it, it was fate, obviously. And as we're sitting there talking to him, he says, look, I have a friend who owns a computer business here, and she was featured in our local newspaper, and now she's got more work than she can keep up with. Uh, my background and my husband's background were both computer scientists, uh, wow. degrees type thing. And he says, so why don't you get with her? Maybe you can work. See oh, some of the Mexico and and get a better feel for it so that you don't right. leave heartbroken. So we right. met with Valerie three days later. Joel started working with her. I started working in the business with them about a month after. And that's how it has been ever since. Like I said, we share a home and our business and have for 20 years. Awesome. Oh, what an amazing story. What an amazing story. Uh, I love partners because I think – Sometimes they're very hard to find. Um, great to have one if you can if, if you can find one. I've had <laughs> exactly. I've had horror stories of having partners. So <laughs> kudos to you two for that. Um, so let's get right to it. Let's dive right. in. Let's dive into let's it. Let's dive in. So how do we get super rich with funnels? Please, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. When is the right time? to even consider automation in its many forms? Well, I think the question, I think even if you're just starting out, 
you should at least have, if nothing else, an online calendar onto your website so people could book calls. So if you're going to do nothing else, at least have that part. And a lot of people don't consider that automation, but it really is. Um, it is the best way that people can book a call, get a call to you, and for you to receive an email. And depending on what you use, I mean, it can send out reminders. It can send out the links that you're going to join if you're going to go via webinar or or however way you're going to join up. So that is probably the very first automation I would say that you should have. Um, there are a lot of them that are free. Google Calendar's free. Calendar is free. There's a lot of them out there. So you don't even have to, at this point in time, if you're just starting out to spend the money. And when we first started our, you know, our whole business and decided this is what we wanted to do, we did. We started off everything free. We had our Weebly free site and we had our little calendar built in from Weebly and, and as we got our first client, we decided, okay, fine, we're going to take, you know, 25% of that and reinvest that into the business. And, you know, sooner or later, we had enough money to get the website. So that was our first thing. Oh, my God, we're going to get the domain, we're going to get the website, the hosting, and spent it on there and kept the calendar for free at the time. We still had Google Calendar at the time. So I think it's important as as you're going through, there's two ways to look at it. It's, you know, how much money and what stage of business are you in? And how much money do you have to actually invest in the business? And that will tell you from there, all the tools that you need to automate. Because it'd be nice to say, hey, everybody should start with Infusionsoft and Entreport. But the fact of the matter (laughs) is, that's a big bill and a big chunk of money to eat up every single month. And, you know, there's nothing worse than jumping into automation, finding out you can't afford it, and then having to go back. It's easier to go forward than it is to go back. Anything to add to that, um, Jonna? Yeah, I think that I think Bell's right in that aspect. Um, there are tons of free things out there for you to be able to automate. The other things I would suggest you looking into automating only because people constantly say, "Oh, I'm on Facebook for hours, <laughs> or I'm on Twitter for days, or I'm and I'm yeah. losing all of this time." I'm not saying automate all of your social media because let's be honest, the social media is where you build your audience. It's going to be where you build your community and that like, no trucks factor. If they don't know you and they don't like you, they're not going to buy from you. And it doesn't matter whether you sell a product, a service or, or whatever it is you sell, the people are going to buy from you. They're buying you. They're not buying your product or service. They're buying you. So you want to make sure that when you go to your social media, you put a little effort into it. And automating social media is probably one of the easiest things to automate. Uh, Hootsuite offers free a free service. So if you don't have the money to, to get the meet Edgar of the world or the buffer of the world, you do have the options to use Hootsuite. A buffer does have a free version for those of you just starting out. And the nice thing with those Hootsuite and buffer type programs is they grow with you. So you start the free program and now you're making some money and you go to the pay program and you get the the extra bonuses. But social media is a really good way to automate your business. So it takes some of it off your plate. Now, you don't want to completely automate the whole thing. You do want that that getting to with your audience and being realistic and presenting yourself. But you can automate a lot of it. You can automate your, you know, your daily uh, inspiration post if you're a life coach or automate your daily sales 
quote if you're a sales coach or automate your daily product that you're going to put out on the market if you say you have an e-commerce store or you're an online store. So for that, on, on, uh, social media automation is another quick, easy way to automate some, to some things in your business and take some things off your plate so you can spend the time where you really enjoy spending the time and that is growing your business or engaging with your clients or your customers or your audience. Awesome. And then I'm going to comment here from my, from Jeremy saying, what a great point. When I buy on Instagram, it is because I like the content providers. I want to support the people I like. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just want, I just want to make sure that people are listening very carefully to what they're saying is that basically, I think the first point of what you guys are making is that there's always a place to start with automation. Yes. Because I, I think, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And, and you don't want to over automate. I think that's important too. Um, I know a lot of people that ended up uh, getting in with the VA and the VA, of course, is going to make affiliate money. So she tries to recommend everything on a company. Yeah. Um, and then they're, you know, then they're tech, you know, check tech challenged. So then it becomes an issue of, oh my God, now I'm overwhelmed. Um, automation should not overwhelm you. Automation should be very simple and it should make your life easier. Um, if the automation is overwhelming you, then, then there's an issue. Um, chances are you've been oversold and you need to start now looking at an entirely different thing. I mean, I know we've done this numerous times. We've had clients come to us who are just way over automated and uh. <laughs> you know, things are breaking and they don't know, understand it. And they have no idea where anything is or how to fix it. And, and, you know, they've been sold everything in the world and they're spending, you know, four or $500 a month in automation. Right. So, uh, you know, it's very important to stop and think of what is it that you really need to take off your plate and what is it that you really need to automate and then go slow into it. Uh, do it in steps. You don't, you know, this isn't a, uh, you know, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a race. And, you know, you should, every year you should look at adding one more piece to the puzzle. I I love that. I hope everybody, again, I hope everybody's listening because they're, they're spot on. I have questions here and they're already answering them already as, as we go through it already. So, um, yeah, you already answered my question. Okay. So, can you give us, give us the feeling, like you, I, I'm glad you said that, um, Valley, about, you know, it shouldn't be an overwhelming thing. It should be something that make, making your life easier. When it's working, what is the feeling like for the people that you experience for a business owner knowing that their business is on auto, autopilot? What is that feeling like? Um, when your business, when your automation is working and it's not necessarily autopilot because you still need to make sure that you, you keep your, your personal touch in your, in your business. Don't throw everything into automation and go, Oh, well, I'm done. I don't have to do anything <laughs> because that's not true. Right. However, the feeling that you should have if your automation is in place and it's working is one of peace. You should know that you can go to bed tonight and know that your evergreen sales funnel is going to work without a problem. They're going to get that sign up page and then they're going to get that download and then they're going to get those emails and they're going to buy from you or they're going to sign up for you or whatever it is you're trying to get out of that. So I think the biggest thing you want to make sure of is when you put your automation in place and you test it and you run it, that you have that sense of peace. 
You have that sense of purpose that the, the automation is going to work for you. It's going to do what you're expecting it to do. And if you don't have that and you don't feel at peace with your automation sequences or your automation funnels or whatever it is that you're working on, then you might want to take a step back and look at those and find out why you don't have that peace. Because if it's working and it's functioning like it should be and it's properly set up and it's properly done, then you should have a sense of peace and a deep breath of relaxation knowing that you're fine and it's going to be great. Awesome. Awesome. So my next question, Valerie, is when you guys start to work with a client, what criteria are you looking for when they tell you they want a funnel? Because I've had that experience too. It's like, I want, you know, I want a funnel, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, but what do you want? Basically, okay, but go ahead. You, you answer that, not me. You answer. We usually will sit down with the client um, and go through a, uh, a whole welcome call first to find out, are they really ready for that, that funnel? Uh, a lot of people think, oh, I've got a product, so I'm now ready. Um, and that's not necessarily the case. Um So we actually go back and look at, do they have a funnel? Do they have case studies? Has people tried the item? Do we have testimonials? Uh, Do we have copy? Uh, Are we doing the copy? Are they doing the copy? Do we, are we doing emails? How are we doing the touch bases and the follow-ups? And that usually will start up a whole numerous amount. Oh, well, I didn't know I had to have this and I didn't know I had to have this. And then they find out really they're not ready for that funnel, but we're ready for the beginning stages to start the funnel. Um, but you can't do anything unless you have copy graphics, a price point, and at least some form of a testimonial without those items, a sales funnel really can't be built. I mean, you can throw it on there, but nobody's going to buy it because you have no integrity. You have no likeness, (laughs) you know, and, you know, I mean, you have to be able to, to show that this is what the person needs. So I think it's important once you have those items, then it's just a matter of, putting the pieces together like a puzzle. Um, you have to have all the pieces. And if you have all the pieces, you can put the puzzle together and we're in, you can see the picture at the end. So I think that's the important thing is sitting down, getting a clear communication with the client to find out what items are missing, what items are they going to provide, you're going to provide, and what items are they lacking that they're going to have to go elsewhere to go get before. Once that's done, then we actually just, we not only do complete done for you services. So we'll actually do all the copy and everything else, but we'll actually put the full implementation in. Yeah. So I I think, I, 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 I think the one thing that I see people might have them struggle with is that they want these, they want the automation, but they are, tech challenge from the beginning <laughs> and they don't, they don't, they don't know how to, they don't know how to do the wordings. Like you said, they don't know how to do the copy um, that, are, you know, all these different things. They may not have enough money to get anything big. Like I said, start free, of course, but I think the challenge is it seems overwhelming at first because they haven't, haven't done it before. How do you ease one's mind or how do you get them to a point where, um, it's something that is not so overwhelming to do or to, or, or to, if they have, have to, if they have to do it themselves or outsource it, I guess. Well, there's a couple of different ways. Um, like you said, like we said, take small place, small pieces. 
So say you've got a product and you have the testimonials and now you're ready to take that next step. Um, we, there are, we offer, we have some free checklists on our, on our website that say, okay, so you've got this and you've got this and you've got this. And once you do this, then these are the steps. And it's not necessarily that they need to outsource it, or maybe they don't need to outsource it, but they need to take it in small steps and they need to go into it with the mindset that this is not undoable. I'm not a dummy. I'm not going to fail at this. This is my business. And they need to go into it with the mindset, I can do this. I may not be able to do all of this on my own. I may have to have a little bit of help. And there are a lot of options out there when it comes to help. You don't have to go to the most expensive person on the planet because they are the most expensive person on the planet. Because not necessarily, most expensive does not always necessarily mean the best. Yeah. But my thoughts on that, my, my, my suggestions to anybody that's going to ready to take those steps in automation, whether it be with their emails or their sales funnels or their social media, whatever those automations are, sit down, have that talk with yourself. I am capable of doing this. I can do this, but I'm going to do this in steps. Don't jump into the deep end of the pool if you don't know how to swim. Start at the kiddie pool and work your way in. And the first thing is to sit down and like either make yourself a list or find a checklist. These are the things I need. These are the things I have. These are the things I still need to get. And then when you have those, that's the kiddie pool. Now we're ready to go into the, you know, the two foot pool. And then you do those. And then it just so you do it in steps and then you don't overwhelm yourself either. So it's not a matter of not being able to do automation. It's a matter of making sure that you do automation and the steps that they need to be done so that you are successful when it's finished. Awesome. And the the fact is, nobody's, you know, nobody's good at everything. (laughs) And even even today, I mean, like copywriters, if copywriting is not your thing and you can't afford somebody like with us that does done for you services, trust me, there are plenty of Facebook groups out there of copywriters who will do it just for a testimonial exchange. Um, They're just starting out They're You know, they've got the talent. Uh, There's fibers, there's Upworks, there's all sorts of little places that you can set up and and do it at a cheaper amount that at least allows you to get the base of what you want to say. And then you can go in and massage it and make it your voice. Um, and that's important. Don't take somebody else's work and just plaster it onto a site. Always make sure that you go back and put it in your voice because you're the one selling it. It's your credibility. And if it sounds like somebody else, it's not going to sound authentic and you're going to lose your people right at day one. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I just want to make sure that everybody knows that there's, there's always, I mean, I think when people think about funnels, they'll think like, you know, click funnels or, you know, I guess now group funnels and and the like. Um, but you're saying, like I said, I, I was mentioning this to another client that there are many forms of, of funnels. And I like how you said the the the, the calendar get get something that that's something that can direct people to a certain point or where where you want to take them. Because I think everybody has their their initial goal, what they want, right? Or supposedly, or or maybe not, but somewhat they know what they what they're looking for. So you're saying before, just to make sure everybody knows, you're saying that there's always a place, even in the beginning, to start some type of funnel. Is that correct? 
or automation. Most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, and every funnel is different. Uh, that the, the idea of sitting down at the very beginning is what is the purpose of the funnel? Not everything is to sell. Yeah. Um, you know, you could have a funnel that's informative. I mean, that's basically what email marketing is. There, you know, in most cases, it's an informative funnel, which is the nurture sequence to know, like, and trust. Um, is it for abandoned cart, which is a whole different type of funnel of trying to get people back into the cart? Um, the actual sale funnel, which is where you're really going to sell something. Uh, you know, your upsells, your downsells, those are all different funnels. So you need to sit down and first decide on what is the purpose of the funnel before you build the funnel. Awesome. I think you guys are like the first people that really said you can do it from the beginning. Because most people are like, most people when I talk to them are saying you should wait to do organic organic reach, organic traffic first before. And then, well, you, I, I, you, get, you guys just say that you have to, Make sure that you have either testimonial, case study, that kind of thing. Yes, it, did I testimonials that? help, and yeah. you know, you could, like I said, you could always trade those off. I mean, there are plenty of people out there that will beta test a program if you're selling a program, beta test a product if you're doing a product, um, if you're you know a coach that's selling a an ebook or something like that. I mean, there are ways that you can say, I'm going to open this up to ten people. Let them give me an honest review of whatever it is that you're selling and then come back with those testimonials. Um, and it also allows you as a, as a business owner to see those honest reviews from the beginning, because if the product is lacking something, you want to know before your launch. Right, <laughs> you right, right, right. So, I right. mean, I wouldn't do anything until you've at least had 20 people try it and get back real honest testimonials before doing it. Uh, there may have to be adjustments that are made before you really have to do that launch. So yes, I think that it's important to start off at the beginning with, with some sort of testimonial um, before you do anything. Awesome. So let's, let's, let's take on this scenario. Say that they have, they've done it, what you guys are saying already, they've done the beta group. They got testimonials. They got case studies. Um, they've done at least twenty people, uh, and now they're coming to you, and they're saying, "I have all these things. Now I want to build a funnel based on this." How do they start from there? Okay, there's a couple of ways we can start from there. Are they already using a email marketing system or a CRM that has funnel capabilities built in, or are they using one that does not? It doesn't, they do not have to switch. So say you're using MailChimp, which is not exactly a good example because MailChimp does have funnels and landing pages and stuff now in the paid versions. But for instance, say that they come to you and their email marketing software does not allow that. There are, a, there are great ways out there, inexpensive ways to get your funnel pages up. Even like using a Divi website builder uh, makes some great opt-in landing pages. And then it's just a matter of taking the vision of what they see happening from their funnel and laying that out for them. Because anybody that's a really good funnel expert or automation person is going to lay you out a mind map. And it's mm -hmm. basically going to be a visualization of how everything is going to flow through the funnel so that the client can see it. You can see the, the the person doing the work can see it. You can collaborate on that together before it's built. So you eat, everybody's on the same page. 
this page, we're going to have an opt-in page and the opt-in page is going to give them any, a thank you email. And then from that thank you, they're, they're going to get an email or they're going to get the product or they're going to get taken to the cart. However, that funnel is working. So it's, it's don't, do not let anybody bully you into saying, okay, you've got a funnel ready to build. We're going to make you go to Entrepreneur. Or, hey, you got to go to ClickFunnels. Or, hey, you have to lose, use lead pages. Because it's not a matter of what they want you to use. It's a matter of what you feel comfortable using in your budget and for what your funnel needs to accomplish. Because in the end, we are sticklers about this, too. It just drives me nuts. People <laughs> who get you to buy software they know you can't use so they can hold you hostage. Yeah. <laughs> so we always tell our clients, we find out what level of techie they are. And then we make sure that whatever we get them involved in is something that if we leave tomorrow, they can still manage their own funnel. So I think when the client comes to us and they say, I have these things now, I'm ready. We sit down and we have a real discussion about where they want this funnel to go, what they want this funnel to achieve. Are they going to keep this as a long running funnel or is this going to be a short running automation funnel? That determines a lot of what software or what programs they need to have out there. Because anybody who comes to you and says, I need a, I need a funnel, and you immediately push it to Entreport, and it's a one-week sale, and they're never going to sell the product again, that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Anything else to add to that, Valerie? That's wonderful. I love it. I think, I think it's also important that, you know, um, <laughs> Again, you you got to realize even after the funnel is done, if it's a short-term one that doesn't, it's not an evergreen, uh, what happens afterwards? Mm. Um, and a lot of people forget that. You know, they, they throw them into a funnel, they get all these people, they sell, 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 and then they drop them. And you never hear from them again until there's another funnel. Um, and I think that's just wrong. Okay. Um, uh, that guerrilla marketing type of thing, I think is the worst in the world. Yep, I know it sells. But, <laughs> but we just don't believe in it. Um, you know, I think that you can win far more clientele and keep clientele, not just win them, but keep them. If you actually sell a product that people want, that's high quality, gets them through, and then you're not doing that forced constant sale, sell, sell, sell. You can do the sell, 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 sell. And then educate, educate, educate. Then you can come back around to the sell, sell, sell. Uh, that no like and trust factor, I think, is very vital in sales funnels. And I think a lot of people forget that. I love it. I love it. So I, I like how you said that um, both of you just been doing incredible, <laughs> incredible, incredible content today, guys. Just unbelievable. Um, and I wanted, I wanted to ask about the basic content components of a funnel are are you guys are you guys anti like upgrade downgrade upgrade downgrade kind of people or are you okay with the occasional upgrade down downgrade kind of thing on a fun on a sales funnel in particular i think it depends um if it's a really good product and it has an accompanying upgrade or downgrade then I can see the absolute purpose behind it. But if it's a product that really doesn't need that upsell or that downsell, then I think that's just kind of a greedy way to try to make money. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but I do believe in a lot of products. Um, our products, do, we have a couple, of, a couple of programs that do have a possible upsell, 
but then they do have that down sell because you're going to have those people that are really interested in your main product and it's a little out of their price range. Right. So you offer them something that's a little lower, maybe in their price range better. So they still get that basic product that they're really wanting, but it doesn't make them go into debt to get it. Or you have those people that are fantastic, loved that main product, but are looking for that added boost that acts that added extra thing that's where that upsell comes in so i'm personally i'm not opposed to them if it makes sense if it's just something you're doing because you want to add on to try to make some more money then yeah i'm a little opposed to that i believe we i know business people people entrepreneurs and business people with ethics are like you know but i do have a set of ethics i don't want to see people get hurt or oversold or pardon my language, screwed yeah. when they don't need to be. So if the product legitimately does have a need for an upsell or a downsell, then I'm perfectly okay with using those. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think, I think you, I think part of that also is if you have a good relationship with the people that you're seeing the sales one or two, right? So that, Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that if you have a relationship with them, then you, you know, you don't want to screw them anyway. You know, <laughs> you know, you would you would think yeah. so anyway, right? So exactly, exactly. And of course, you know, it also depends on on your method of sell. I mean, if you've always offered upsells and downsells, and there are those people that do. A lot of the network marketers, network marketers, always have upsells and downsells. You can see it in everything that they do, and that's like a big flash. Oh, I'm a network marketer because I got an upsell and downsell. Yeah. Um, so I think that is important. If it's the very first time that you're doing it, mm. I think it's important afterwards to really look at the funnel at the end and see how it worked. I mean, that's where the analytics is really going to be important because there are some audience that are completely turned off by it. So they'll immediately just click off and that's the end of it. As soon as you get into, you know, these 50 pages. Um, I know myself, you know, I, especially with the network marketer stuff, every once in a while I'll get into I want to buy a, you know, a PowerPoint presentation software, for example, or something like that. And there's 22 different pages. Well, after a while, it just gets annoying. You know, it's just like, you know what, get me out of here now. I'm done. <laughs> uh, so I think that's important is, you know, also you don't want to over upsell. You don't want to over downsell. And, and you'll see a lot of those with the network marketers where they'll offer you like five, di you know, five downsells and five upsells. Yeah. So I think that's also important is, is, um, looking at how the actual funnel is all going through. And at the end, looking at the analytics to see, did your audience like the upsells and downsells? Did it work for you? Awesome. And I got a couple more questions, if you don't mind, um, before we get out of here. Now, I have to ask this question. I know I know this is a – I'm going to ask it anyway. I'm going to ask it. Are there, are there certain tools that you do recommend? I know there are plenty to choose from. Um, I know it's a loaded question, but I had to ask it. I'm sure some inquiring minds are out there want to know from you two what you guys really like or think that people are, are, are might, might be might be easier to use. My thing is, if it's easy to navigate, that's the one you should use. But that's my thing because some people some people are okay with figuring it out. I'm just not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Let's see. Let's, we'll, we'll just, my favorites. For social media marketing and automation, I would suggest either Hootsuite or Buffer. 
They're both extremely easy to use. They're both extremely uh, self-explanatory. They both have free versions and then you can upgrade to their paid versions. So if you're going to look for a social media marketing tool, I would say look at those two first. Once you get into like the social cues and the meat eggers, they get a little more complicated. Um, just plain email marketing, I would say look at MailChimp, Active Campaign, and then on the little pricier side would be ConvertKit. There are uh, MailChimp and Active Campaign. Both uh, MailChimp has free versions, really easy to use. Just built-in landing pages now, so you can do your funnels in the same place that you do your emails. Um, Active Campaign has some great automation sequences, very easy to use, very inexpensive. And ConvertKit is a little more money than uh, Active Campaign, but it's a little more robust. You can actually build. Um, marketing campaigns and funnels that look very similar and are set up very similar to Infusionsoft and Entreport and work the same way. So for those, I would say that. Now, if you are a business that has a little more money to spend and you're looking for a little more oomph for your dollar, then you might look into an Infusionsoft or an Entreport. And the reason I say that is because they're basically an all-in-one software. They are a CRM that allows you to have notes and, and history and tasks assigned to each client in there or each contact. They allow you to have landing pages and build funnels and have forms. So if you're looking for a robust all-in-one and you have the money in your marketing budget to do that, you might look at those. But again, those free softwares I mentioned, for those of you starting out that are ready to take that next step to an automation, trust me, they're great. They're very user-friendly. They're very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. And the tech support for all of those is spot on. They have live chat support, so you can talk to them right then. So those are some of my favorites. I don't know if Val agrees because she's probably have a little different ones. <laughs> but if you're... If you're so I'm trying to help maybe those of you starting out and maybe those of you that are looking for that next step. You've got the automation, you've got the basic software, but now you're ready to move on. So those are some options to look at. Yeah. Okay. Valerie, you have anything to add to those at all? Uh, mine, I would say, uh, basically for calendar, it's because of purpose more than it is because of the fact that I like it is acuity. Um, we like acuity only because of the fact that it allows Johnny to have her own personal calendar, my own personal calendar, but it shows up on a main calendar. Uh, we also like the way that it sets up for the fact that I can set up different call links for different purposes and different programs, as well as I can charge for calls if I need to, or call for, mm -hmm. you know, those type of things can all be charged as well. So I think the most important question is not necessarily what our favorites are, but what's your purpose of it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I know, I mean, we use, you know, appointment core 360, which is, you know, matched with Infusionsoft. But if you're not using Infusionsoft, then Appointment Core 360, no matter whether I like it or don't like it, doesn't have any purpose for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, right. you know, if you're using Entreport, that's actually going to be hooked up with Acuity by the end of the year, they're saying. So that may be a purpose of if you're using Entreport of why you'd want to go to Acuity. Um, uh, so I think that's the thing is you actually really need to look at first instead of just arbitrarily saying, oh, I'm going to go buy ConvertKit. I think it really needs to go back to what is it that you need it to do? Mm -hmm. And then let us from there tell you what these are the best options. And this is why these are the pluses. These are the minuses. 
This is what it's going to cost you. And then come back with a decision from there that it is just arbitrarily say, oh, this is my favorite. This is the one you should buy. Because for our business, we use Entreport. Why do we mm. use Entreport? We use Entreport because we found confu- you know, uh, infusion soft, and it is confusion soft, you know. And we were and we were partners of theirs, and we yeah. used their program for many years. But it was always I got tired of oh that's an add on, oh that's an add on, oh that's an add on. Go to this okay. company, go to that. I just got tired of that. Mm. And every time you go to somebody else, it's another one hundred, two hundred dollars a month that's tacked onto the bill. Yeah. So I mean, you can rack up six hundred dollars a month very easily uh, mm. with Infusionsoft. So that's and we like Entreport. I mean, we're going to be certified uh, certified Entreport uh, Entreport uh, consultants next month. We're taking their courses. So. Wow. We like them. We like the support. We like the way that they do business. We like the easy, we know, we know it inside and out. Um, it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. I mean, they have the membership plugin already built in. Uh, they already have the calendar part of it built in. They have the forms built into it. They have most of it. The only thing they don't have is a shopping cart, which drives me nuts. But wow. okay. they're assuring me that a shopping cart is coming up <laughs> next year as well. Okay, so, there you go. Yeah. So it's coming and and they yeah. know and, and they're aware of it. And, you know, shopping carts, if you want a shopping cart, and that's what you is. I mean, there's nothing I don't think any better than Shopify. I think they're great. Uh, for doing that. It has everything built in. Uh, WooCommerce is is great for free stuff. But again, everything is an add-on. If you want shipping, it costs mm-hmm. you a plug-in and that costs more money. If you want to do international rates, that's another plug-in costs you more money. So it's very important, again, no matter what you're looking at is what is it that you need it to do? And then go out and look for whatever the automation software is. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff, ladies. Unbelievable stuff today. Um, I know I had another question in there, but we're, we're maybe we'll wait for another time. I, I, I'm just overwhelmed us right now <laughs> by the content. <laughs> and your knowledge is, is just spot on. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll go to the, if I figure it, if I feel it, I want to sneak it in, I'll, I'll ask a little later after this question. So here's the last question. Um, I'm going to put um, both of you front and center. Uh, one at a time, and it's about people listening to you now. They like what you're doing. They like your business model, um, and they want they're in they have the same interests, same goals as you guys, and they want to know. In a nutshell, hopefully, <laughs> or try your best anyway, how to be an authority in this space that you guys are in right now. And I'll go with, I'll go with uh, value first and then, and then Jana, I'm going to put you front and center. To be an authority. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For us, it's experience and knowledge. Uh, We have over 16 certifications. We've been in the business for 13 years. We've Mm. dealt with clients from all different Parts we're worldwide. We do everything in Spanish and in English. So we're also bicultural in that sense. So I think that, you know, the best way that you could say in, in our, an automation expert is by years of experience and by actually using everything. And we go the one step further of getting certified on top of everything. I love that. Okay, go ahead, Jana. Uh, to me, it's learn from your mistakes. Mm. 
you can't be an authority on something if you nobody's perfect and if you say that you're perfect you're not telling the truth and you know it um so the fact is you learn from your mistakes if you don't make mistakes then how do you know what's going to be right the next time so for that aspect i take every time that something doesn't work or something has failed on me and i add that to my repertoire of things that i know not to do for next time um it, to be honest this online marketing and online field and automation is all about knowledge learning and growing with the systems and the world as it grows and for that reason the biggest thing is if you do it and it's messed up kick yourself mm. get mad and redo it and learn from your mistakes that's how you become an authority on anything is learning as you go and keeping that knowledge for the next time i love it i hope i hope you guys got got, got that because that was perfect and that's exactly what i try what is what this podcast is all about you have to do it as you go along i see so many yeah. people and it, i don't know if it drives me crazy but it just like it doesn't drive me crazy because I was just like that, <laughs> you know, and this, you know, I was, just, I was the stop and go guy. I was just start and start and start and stop guy. I would start it, then stop it then start again, then stop it. Because part of that is part of that is going on. And there's no, there's no belief system in that you're going to finish or you're going to get to a certain, certain point um, in your goals. And, I love how you said that, John, that you, it's, it's, you have to do it as you go along. Work on it as you go along. Mistakes are just going to be results. Do you want to say something to that, Bailey? <laughs> I can see you. No, most definitely. I mean, th the fact is you're going to make mistakes. I mean, yeah. that's just what it is. So, you know, your your competitor is going to beat you because they're going to keep plowing through it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's 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 all it's to it. I mean, this 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 is a marathon. I mean, this is not going to happen overnight. Business takes a while. Um, you know, you're not going to be a millionaire in you know, five straight weeks. I don't care how much Facebook tells you you're going to make $10,000 a day. <laughs> you're not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take time to build that clients, to build your audience, to build the traffic, to build the publicity, to build your social media traffic. Mm -hmm. And it's just having the patience to wait it out and, if you believe in what you're doing and you believe what you have to offer, it will sell. Mm, I love it. I, you guys are awesome. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. We had, I, we had this, this topic of automation. I just like, that's perfect. Cause I, I really wanted to get that on here. Uh, Cause we don't, I know people have talked, asked about that and you are dead on was saying like, you know, you have to know first about what you want. And I'm not going to re rehash that. You guys did, it, did an incredible job of what you said. Um, but someone, either one of you can let us know uh, for the people who will be listening later, where to find you online and um, hopefully dig on to your, dive into your services because they're pretty awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so much for allowing us to join you today. This has been awesome. You. Uh, if you're interested in getting in touch with us, or maybe you have a question, we do offer free a free call. It doesn't cost you a dime. And you can find us at the onlinebusinessgurus.com or the obgs.com. And right there on the front page, we have the link to schedule a call with us. We would be more than glad to answer any questions you have or maybe help you take that next step in your business.
I love it. Unbelievable, guys. I am. I, I, this is great. <laughs> this is great. I, I'm kind of speechless, as you can see, because I, I think you're the first people here have come on and say that you can actually start automation from the beginning. And okay. I would never, I, w- I would never have said that. So I'm, I'm glad you guys have come on and and um and and and, and said what you said because that's it's just perfect. It's perfect, perfect content um, for automation. Unbelievable. So, um, any final words? I will. I will say. I, I want to mention if you guys are watching, how cool it is to have to see that they have matching seats here, matching chairs. <laughs> Great stuff. To see that's that's partners right there for you. Yeah. Incredible stuff. So, <laughs> but um, any last words before we get out of here um, for the show? We're glad to to be on. If people want to send you questions and stuff like that, we'd be more than glad to come back on again and answer any questions. Oh, yes. um, again, they can contact us on our on our website as well. If they just want to ask a one one off question, we'd we'll be more than glad to answer them. Uh, we're you know we'll be glad to help out in any way we can and come back if you need us. Oh, definitely. I, I hopefully hopefully you can come back and and share with us. I really appreciate you guys today. Um, perfect into the Monday because my money was kind of I told him I was trying to shave before because I wasn't ready I was a little gruffy so that's that's Mondays for you so anyway let's get out of here thank you so much Valerie and Jonathan for coming through and um we will see you on the next time believe me people 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 build it share it and they will come all right it's very Most simple definitely. very simple take care I will see you on the next show um be blessed I'm out And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.